Hey everyone, today's episode with Alexis Fernandez does have mention of coercive control, narcissism and emotional abuse, which may raise things for you. If that's the case, please give this one a miss as it is predominantly about those things. And also give 1-800-RESPECT-A-CALL or Lifeline on 13 11 14 if you feel you need it. There are also resources in the show notes. A listener production. This podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. I'm so excited for this interview, <laughs> mainly because um, it's mainly just selfish information for me, mm. but also because we love the angels on the podcast with us. It's Alexis Fernandez, host Yay. of Do You Fucking Mind? Mm. Icon, icon, icon. <laughs> um, you've authored two books. Yes, indeed. Be Bold and... Neuroscience of Self-Love. Exactly. Mm. Um, obviously, I haven't read that one. Because uh, <laughs> I'm still in therapy and hate myself. Um, I'll send you one. Thank you. I need it. Yeah, either be bold. I've got down pat. I love it. <laughs> I'm bold enough. You're bold. You <laughs> You're good. I'm bold as fuck. Um, but we're going to have a chat today mm. about narcissists mm. because I have, okay, yeah, there's a few reasons why. First and foremost, I tend to date people only with narcissistic qualities. Okay. Which is really horny yeah. and really fun. This is going to be fun to break down. I'm very, yeah. yeah but excited. also because I feel like I feel like people call people narcissists when they're simply fucking not. No. Like not no. everyone that doesn't like you or is rude to you or, yeah. or thinks they're, you know, has self-confidence or is a narcissist. Or is up themselves. A lot yeah. of people like you're conceited, you're a narcissist. Yeah. Completely different Completely yeah. incorrect. Mm. And I think that a lot of my uh, friends that date men, it's very easy to say, mm. she's a narcissist, babe. But I think if we overuse that word, then it loses yeah. the meaning it, when you actually are dating someone who's a dangerous, malignant narcissist. 100%. And like a full-blown legitimate narcissist is very different to what you see a lot of people who are just assholes. And y- you do weaken <laughs> you weaken the term of what a narcissist is. And then if you're calling every second person a narcissist, it's kind of people start not understanding what Mm. an actual narcissist is because if you're just hanging out with someone who's an asshole, you can kind of manage them. You can't manage a narcissist. It's impossible. you can't. Yeah, so Mm. maybe I think they had like two full-blown narcissists. Same. But I think we all have narcissists too, really. Maybe that's all we get in a lifetime and that's it. (laughs) It's your quota. (laughs) You've maxed out your quota. You're never going to get another one. Well, thank God. Unfortunately, because you said it was your vice. You like it. Well, (laughs) it's just really horny. It's just really like amazing. I know. So let's start with defining what an actual narcissist is and I guess there's different mm. types of narcissists as well, aren't there? Yes. Well, there's like a subcategory to narcissist. So it's a personality disorder. Mm-hmm. It's called narcissistic personality disorder. And there's like different categories of personality disorders. And it's like in a cluster B personality disorder. And mm-hmm. that kind of in that cluster, you've also got um, borderline personality disorder in that right. same cluster. You get some like comorbidity. So overlaps with other personality disorders within not just narcissistic personality disorder, but with heaps of other personality disorders. So it's a full-blown diagnosis, although it's very, very heavily underdiagnosed because what narcissist is like, I'm a narcissist, I'm going to get diagnosed. (laughs) It's so like, no, like we don't know what the actual numbers are because it's so unlikely that someone would actually go and get diagnosed. So it is... I've actually got like the full diagnostic thing Get written the phone down because I don't want to miss <laughs> out to any do a points. Going, actually, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, with almost any diagnosis, you've got like a set of traits or symptoms, mm-hmm. and in order to be categorized as a narcissist, you have to meet five of the following nine. If you are less than put five, a you're down not. Challenge. Yeah, it's a put a finger down challenge. <laughs> so we're going to do it. Let's do we're it. We're going to do it for you for someone you've dated. Think of oh, like putting it for me. Most- for me, <laughs> imagine if I added myself as a narcissist on my own podcast. <laughs> I just scream at Lem to delete it. <laughs> okay, I always do behind you put all door. nine fingers down. You're like fuck. Okay, we'll do it for someone I've dated. The okay, think. Ha- yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. So before I go into the nine points, narcissistic personality disorder, it's this pervasive pattern of grandiosity. It begins Mm. at an early age and it's characterized by a a really big lack of empathy. Okay. Mm. And it's from a lack of nurturing in childhood, neglect in childhood. 
Yes. Like so, a trauma response, right? Exactly. So most people who are narcissists have been either neglected or abused as a child, but mm-hmm. obviously everyone that's been neglected or abused does not develop Into a narcissist. You know, narcissist. So yes. it's not it's not like both ways. But it's a kind of response Correct. to that treatment as a child because you have to 100%. be hyper-independent. Yep, and you have to find ways to manipulate people in order to be accepted. Aww, so it's, so it's sad. sad. It's sad. It's sad, but Aww. not our anyway. problem. Anyway. Okay. Number one, grandiose sense of self-importance and wants to be recognised as superior. And in that, they also, like, they'll hang around, for example, they'll hang around people who are doctors who get all the adulation of being a doctor and they're like, I want to be recognised as that important. It's like, yeah, but you don't have the accolades, mate. Like, just, you know, even in situations that are not relevant, they'll want the recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, preoccupied with fantasies of power and success, including being loved, like success of everyone loving them. Mm, I don't know. I feel like mm. they were more like a victim in narcissist. Okay, so I'm going to go into a subcategory okay. of narcissistic. I'm going to go with no for that one. Yeah. Okay. Number three, they think they're special and unique and should only associate with high status people. Yes. Yeah. Also, like, constantly brings up things that they did, mm. like, Yep, ten years ago. So and that like, yeah, oh. so that would that would fall into the first category of this grandiose sense sense of self importance. They're the ones that will do like a five week course and say they got a degree. Yeah, that kind right. Of shit. Yeah. Like oh, I studied at Harvard. You did like a weekend course. You did not graduate from Harvard. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Can we- like they'll fluff up anything and everything mm-hmm. they can. So that would fall into category one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, number four requires excessive admiration. So if people aren't always being like, oh, my God, you're so amazing, you're so generous, you're so this, you're so that, mm. they get fucking pissed off. They don't want the attention to be on someone yeah. else being better than them. Or also, like, is it also they need you to acknowledge every single thing mm-hmm. you've, quote, unquote, done, yes. they've done for you? Yes. Like, 100%. if you say thanks for everything you did today, that, that's yep. not enough. You need to be like, thank you so yep. much for getting up and getting me a coffee and then walking my dog they with me will, and thank you for making yeah. me come. Yeah, they will want you. you to thank them for things that they insisted on doing for you. So yeah. you'd be like, you were like, I'm fine, <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. Sorry. And they'd be like, no, no, let me Sorry. do it, let me do it, let Sorry. me do it. And then they're like, you didn't fucking thank me for that. And you're like, Okay, I didn't need this it. This would drive me, not that this happened to me, <laughs> but this would drive me insane. <laughs> like, like, so what this person, it would make me really mm. get fearful when they were doing nice things to me. Yeah, oh my God. Because yeah. I, I would be mm. like, oh no, I'm fine. I'm re- it, honestly, you don't have to do that for me, honestly. And they're like, no, no, I, it, it helped me to do that yeah. for you. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not doing anything today. Or, yeah. Like, I'm bored. Like, I like, yes. you know, I want to do that. I want to like fucking, I want to garden with you because it's like good for my mental health. Like, okay, cool. If you want to come garden with me, come garden with me. And then the next week, it's like you, yeah, never. and uh, the, all the things that I oh, did for you, for you, yeah, and it's for like, you. and it's like, but I didn't ask you to. I mm. could have paid someone to do that. Like, I don't yeah. need you to do that. I like, yeah. I was fine by myself. And then when they offered nice things, even if it's small, like getting you a coffee, you get, I, I would get, honestly, I have yeah. like a fear response. My yeah. body going. I know this is going to go into your like tit for tat list Massively. of things you've done for me. But anything Massively. I do for you is not recognised at all. And, they'll, and when and you do something for them, if you ever did raise it, they would be like, I can't believe you're raising that after yes. everything I've done for yes, you. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their aim is to make you, to put you in debt. You're in debt to yes. them. That's like a huge aim of theirs. Always. Yeah. Is that also um, in borderline personality disorder though? Or is that, that, is that like a narcissistic trait? It's a narcissistic trait, but it Great. is quite common in borderline, borderline. personality disorder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which also is very stigmatised mm. and we shouldn't, like, I feel bad people with borderline personality yeah. disorder. It's so stigmatised. It is. Massively. It's awful. Massively. Loving my BPD queens. <laughs> queens. BPD queens. <laughs> 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 uh, um, For everybody number- listening, this is like a 9.30am record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have actual energy for once. <laughs> um, BPD. <laughs> I also didn't sleep last night because I was so excited to talk about <laughs> this. <laughs> just pulled an all night and yeah. here we are. <laughs> Number five, sense of entitlement as in unreasonable expectations of favourable treatment. Kind of what we were talking about in that sense where they will expect crazy amounts of treatment for the most basic behaviours. Okay, what, well, like the, the, the thanking? Kind of, yeah, and the, the thanking, and like, oh, my God, this and, person. And then you, you wanna, you've got to tell, oh, this person's amazing because of this, because of that. You've like you tell yeah, your friends yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. you don't tell your friends mm. about it, then you're like, yeah. yeah. Or, they want to be recognised for everything yeah, that they're doing. Right. Is it yeah. also that those actions they do, they think that it makes up for all of their shit behaviour? 
they're like, how could you? I'm not a bad person because I guarded yeah, you and it, I got you a coffee that morning. Exactly. So, so they, me screaming at you actually doesn't count. It doesn't because, count. Because the, the balances are. And in their head, because I think a lot of people think that narcissistic people love themselves. They don't love themselves. Mm. They love this false image that they have created, mm. this grandiose version of themselves that exists only in their mind. And so they want people to see them as this false image. Okay. They don't love themselves. They've got massive self-love problems. Right. Big, big time. A big void um, of mm, self-hatred. Because it, in most cases, stems from some level of abandonment or neglect or abuse as a child. Right. So okay. they have all these, you know, emotional problems. And mm. yeah. So that's number five. Number six is interpersonally exploitative. So they take advantage of other people for their own means. So Give me an example. So an example of that would be it always comes across as being helpful. But for example, they will use, oh, I've got a great story, but this is for nightmare fuel, so I won't. Okay. Um, <laughs> but they will use the content. <laughs> even their, they'll do a really nice gesture only if it serves their image. So if you see a narcissist doing something really nice, it's not because they're nice, it's because it's serving their image. If you oh. see a narcissist being really good with their kids, it's because it serves their image. They don't actually care that much about if their kids respect them or not. It's They care about their image. So sometimes narcissists will be really good parents when they're young and then awful when they're older. But in public, they'll always be great parents because it serves right. their image. So they will manipulate relationships with their children, with their partners, with their employees, with anyone, but they'll make it look look good for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, so in front of everyone else, everyone's like, that's just such a great person. Yeah, well, how yeah. Could they, how, and, and, I can't imagine them. And they'll try and, like, for example, I dated a narcissist and every time we were out with my friends – he would be like, I'm paying, I'm paying, I'm paying. He'll shout everyone. And everyone's like, he is so generous. And like carrying everyone's handbags and like being so nice to the girly pops. And then (laughs) behind, and then when it's just the two of you, are you going to pay for this? You never pay for anything. You never. So then all my friends are like, he is so generous. He's so generous. And I'm like, it's so good. Like he's just, he just wants you to like him. Yeah. 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 So he will exploit situations just to, or they, he, I'm talking about my ex, they will yeah. exploit situations so they look good. Yeah. Um, but then behind closed doors, it's a completely different yeah. thing, completely or, different. I've had the instance where, like, everyone, like, you know, everyone just loved the night with them out, like having drinks, whatever. And then afterwards, you go home and it's like, you looked at that fucking way. Like it's like it's <gasps> like God. it's like you're in trouble for yeah. something. Yeah. And you've had a great night. You go, oh my God, let's go home and fuck. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. And then you're walking home and it's like, how yeah. dare you do that? How dare you have like, stared at my friend that way? I saw the yeah. way you looked at him. And yeah. I'm talking about the most, to, like, in my eyes, unbecoming person I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And they're like, you were looking at him all night. I'm like, yeah. what? what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Without my friends, I'm pissed. Yeah, yeah. They Probably will, just had too many margaritas and staring, having to avoid, like going like. <laughs> yeah, they will create a situation out of absolutely yes. thin air and accuse you of to that To accuse thing. you. Yeah. Why? Because it. Because you it, then you then crawl back it to try It destabilises the, the relationship. It destabilizes you. It destabilizes how you think about your behavior. You start thinking like, even though I know I don't like that person, did I look at them weirdly? Am I really flirtatious inappropriately? Am I? Am I? Questioning, 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 doubt, 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 crack you okay. apart. I know. So I was going to cry just saying because I have an instance we'll talk about later. Anyway. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I love it. Bringing up the trauma. Mm. Number seven. Lack of empathy and a wi- an unwillingness to identify with the needs or feelings of others. That's one of like the key characteristics. Yeah. They just, you know, you could be you could be really upset about something that happened within the relationship being like, that's not true. Please believe me. And they could look at you crying being like, see ya. So just as an example, like in theory, if someone was like sobbing on the floor of their living room and mm-hmm. like they were like, mm-hmm. say they said like, stop being dramatic and stop yep. trying to get attention. Oh, like Just in theory, if someone was doing that. <laughs> yeah. If like in theory someone was like begging them to stop yelling at them and yeah. then was like crying on the floor, like, like this cold sobbing, and then they just like you're disgusting. Yeah, like callous traits. That would suck. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. That would be really would hard suck. to deal with. And you that person shouldn't be with that person, right? Like absolutely not. Yeah. You need to run for the hills. Totally not. And it's funny that you well, not funny, but it's ironic that you would set like because I've had almost exactly the same situations. It's very textbook. Like sometimes it feels like, oh, my God, how can someone yeah. be like this? There's many people that are like that. And it's almost like they read a textbook. 
on how to become a narcissist because it's so like cut, copy, yeah. paste, cut, copy, paste when you hear about other people's personal um, situations yes. in a really toxic narcissistic relationship and you're like, oh, how can that be identical? Like I had a situation where I was crying really upset about how my ex had spoken to me in front of his kids and then is like, you're fucked if you think you're coming with us, leave. Whoa. And then as I was leaving, his kids are like, Dad, why is she leaving? Why? And he's like, come on, get ready. Whoa. And I could hear them as the door was closing and I was sobbing leaving. <gasps> <laughs> like, wild. Because he yelled at you or something or he yeah, 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 yeah. So if you cry yeah. because like, – because also – and then what happens is – in theory, people would be like, mm. I, like, I get really like cold and shut off when people get emotional with me. Like I get very like, I get very yeah. like this. Yeah. And then when I finally cry, I'm like, you're so unemotional. You're so unemotional. And I finally cry and it's like, you're, you're pathetic. Yeah. You're embarrassing. Yes. Yeah. Do you want me to cry or not? No, because you can never win. I'm and not Margot Robbie. I can't yeah. just put it on and off. You know what I mean? Can, can I ask with your ex, like if he was narcissistic towards you, mm. was, did that also apply to the kids? Like, can you only be kind of towards one person mm. or one dynamic of relationship? Look, it didn't apply to the kids at that age because children at a young age are really um, impressionable and they look at him as their like hero. Ah. So it's very easy to manipulate children. Right. So those behaviours are not really happening then. I would imagine that once the children are adults and start having more like independence and having their own ideas and how they view the world, mm. that's when the clashes would begin. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, next, <clears throat> next, next, next. Okay, number eight, envious of others or believes that others are envious of them. Okay, yep. And, and when, when envious of others, it's not a blatant, like, I want, they would never admit that they want to be like someone or that whatever, but it's kind of like you can see this jealousy that they mask in, like, or, yeah, like, the reason they're successful is because they're... Yeah, they're like, not even that fucking, fucking good. They are, yeah, they're yeah. not even good. They're, like, they're, that's luck, whereas yeah. I fucking, you know, like, it's that kind of, but you can tell there's an envy there because they aspire to have what this other person has and they'll maybe put them down. They'll maybe say that the reason they got those things was through, like you know, unfair means or whatever. Yeah. Or they will always go on about how other people wish they were them. Yeah. Wow. That's true. Like in the same mm. industry, for example, and someone's more successful than them, then mm. they'll say like. Yep. Yeah. You'll, you'll see <laughs> this in theory. <laughs> and you'll see it really commonly as someone that. And they hook up onto one person. Yeah. They'll hook on. Yeah, definitely. And you'll, you'll see it as in when you first meet them, they're really personable, really friendly, whatever. And then the more you get to know them, they're a fucking hater and they hate on so yeah, many people. people. And you're yeah. like, what is your deal? Why yeah, yeah. are you in competition with so many people? Yeah. 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 Okay. Tick. Yep. Fuck and me. then number nine is overall arrogant attitudes and behaviours. Just overall, just arrogance. Okay, examples. Example of that is they... And it's really hard to pinpoint at the beginning because they will always be very charismatic, very friendly, mm -hmm. very amazing initially. But once you get to know them, the arrogance is they genuinely believe that they are or should be respected more than other people. They are very dismissive to people that they believe to be below them. Like they waiters. Have, yep, yep. Or... They have no problem at laughing at people who are disadvantaged in any way, whether it be financially, physically, anything. Like they, they can be, not all of them, mm -hmm. but that one of the traits can be that they can be like a bully. Yep. And unemotional about it. Okay, all right. So I think I, I think I had. I've got two left. So and tick tick tick. So we we fit the criteria. The criteria. So that's yeah. the basic criteria for narcissists. But there are different kinds of narcissists. Yes, yes. So you've got overt narcissism, which follows that criteria quite easily. Mm. And then you've got covert narcissism, which they yes. still have that criteria, but instead of being this larger than life character, this like big personality, because a lot of narcissists are also leaders high up in their industry, mm. very charismatic. They know how to run. Well, it looks like they know how to run a team. Mm. They're, they're big, big mm -hmm. voices. Covert narcissists, they still believe all these things, but the way they present is way more subdued. They're more these passive aggressive things that they'll say to you. They'll make sarcastic comments, even though it's not remotely funny and it's very hurtful. Mm -hmm. So an example I used of this once in a podcast was that, for example, if you're a married couple and let's say, as the example, the dad is the narcissist, the mum is not and she does everything in the household, parenting, it, like absolutely everything, he'll make a sarcastic comment like, oh, you never do anything. <laughs> like it's not like when, when she's been worn down, worn down, and he'll make these like comments 
joking about how she doesn't do anything, anything. even though it's all on her shoulders. That right. kind of feel like it's these sly comments here and there to really cut you down, cut you down, cut you down. They still believe, they still have this grand sense of self, but their personality doesn't present as this big boisterous personality. They're mm-hmm. just more subdued and chilled. So it's harder to pick a covert narcissist, but it doesn't mean that covert narcissists are easier to deal with. They just go about it in a more Different like relaxed, sly way. Right. Yeah. Now, all these behaviours, are they all in an attempt to make others, like say you're, you're a covert narcissist and you're insulting mm. your partner in that way. Is it, like you said before, is to destabilise them? Mm. But is that so they destabilise so that they then rely on you more? Yes, definitely. Is that the outcome yep. that they're subconsciously wanting? 100%. So they'll manipulate people. Everything they do is to serve this image, mm-hmm. everything they do, whether it be evil, whether it be nice, it's to serve their image. Mm-hmm. So if they want to be powerful, they need people to need them. They need people to be below them. So <clears throat> in a relationship, they'll start by getting you to become obsessed with them. So they will start by likely love bombing you. Let's, 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 let's go from the start. Let's bitch. go from the beginning. <laughs> so we meet a narcissist. You meet a narcissist and we're talking about overt narcissists just yeah. in general. It's you, easy to talk about. It's easy to talk about. Although covert narcissists would still do a bit of this behavior, just more more subdued, right, just okay. not as big. You right, know. Okay. But you meet a narcissist. More like I said, passive aggressive. It's more and passive. subtle. Yeah, more and subtle. Like still, undermining rather than like yeah. screaming at you that Correct. you're a dumb bitch while you're on the crime they floor won't, or something. Yeah, they're not going to raise their voice. Yeah. They're not going to be this. Like it will be yeah. very like very sly ways mm. of going about it. But okay. Still the same mentality. Wow, it's so I fun. I know. Okay, so you meet a narcissist. You meet a narcissist, and you're instantly drawn because of how charismatic they are. Mm. Like they are charismatic. They can hold a room. They're fun. People are drawn to them. They're magnetic. Mm. Okay. So you're like, this person's hot, hot Mm. energy. I'm attracted to them. So you're hanging out with them and then you start dating and they go into straight away love bombing, but not desperate, not needy love bombing. They're just like this person that you're like, oh my God, I'm so lucky that this charismatic person that everyone wants to be around is now showering me. Chosen me. And they're not needy. They're like buying you gifts, taking you out to beautiful dinners. Let me drive you there. Let me pick you up. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll order your Uber. I'll do this. I'll do that. And it's just bang, bang. And, and it's the funnest side of them. You have such a good time. Mm. They f- you feel like, oh, my God, I'm dating this really well put together yet spontaneous person. This person mm. can be like on a whim, get ready in 30 minutes. We're fucking doing X, Y, Z. And they come pick you up and sweep you off your feet and you just have the best time initially. This can last for maximum of like a few months. It won't go longer than that. Okay. So for some people it can be shorter. For some people it can just be a month and then they've got their hooks in you. But the aim of the love bombing is to get their hooks in you. They get you to a point where you're like, I've never experienced anything like this. I've never dated Mm. anyone like this. I am like, I have found my fucking person Mm. and I never want them to go like, this is, this is the life. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So how, okay. A few things about that. Do you think, or does anyone in the room think also, um, oh, producer Elise is here as well. Side note. <laughs> um, we've got like 17 people on this podcast. It's like, it's like we're doing a breakfast radio show. Um, it's like a round table panel. It's, yeah, it's like a quanda. Um, but so, so okay, do you, I have, I just had a theory going to my mind just then. Do you think that under patriarchy, women are more susceptible to believing love? I mean, because women mm-hmm. are told that they should be Swap of their feet and not pay for anything. Is yeah. it? Do you think that's easier because of that patriarchal standard? Yes, definitely. Do you think? 100%. Does that make sense what I'm saying? <laughs> like women- as in if it's easier for it to happen because we're in that context and some of the things can be misconstrued as, oh, well, he's just a gentleman. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a gentleman. Exactly. Like, oh, like he's picking me up from everywhere. He's buying me presents. He should be, he should be paying for all the meals that people that adhere to traditional patriarchal mm-hmm. roles might see that as, well, that's the traditional structure that I've, that I've wanted, that I've been told that I should want and is actually romantic. Yes. This idea of being I would swept be like, off your feet yeah. is more the man sweeping the woman off the feet yes. in a lot of situations, you yes. know? And most of the time when I hear about narcissism when it comes from a woman, it's either in a gay relationship oh. or when you're talking about narcissistic mothers. Right. But when you, when I, most of the, the examples of narcissistic men are with straight relationships. Okay. Women, so women being the victim. 
Yeah. Interesting. And I really do think yeah. patriarchy allows for it more. Of course, because we think because this conditioning of ultimately, no matter how much you're thinking, like, you know, I, I don't need to rely on a man, mm-hmm. you always have this underlying thing of like, if a man were to come and sweep me off, off my feet, not that mm-hmm. I want to retire, but it's it's so nice to be looked after. It's yeah. so nice. And you, you go back to this original role playing that we have this role of yeah. like, you're the more subdued, like, it's nice to be taken care of. Mm. Even people who are really successful and really whatever, they still say, oh, I don't want to quit my job, but it's nice to have a man who wants to take care of me. It's still this Mm. ingrained thing that we feel that we want someone to be our protector, to care for us. So when someone rolls in and plays on that want Mm. or that narrative that we've been like feeding off our whole life, we instantly think, oh, my God, so that's what it feels like. Oh, this yeah. is so nice. I have even had people that I think are narcissists that I've dated in early stages say to me, you're so independent, you need to mm. just let someone, like, yes. I understand that you want to be you're this, like, strong feminist, but, like, and I understand that you didn't have a dad growing up, but I just think that you need to really, like, let, allow, let me, me, and let allow me, me to yeah. take care of you mm. because I care about you. And then when it's consistent for a few months, they're like, okay, maybe I can. Like, maybe maybe yeah. I, I am just yeah. being yeah. crazy and, like, hyper um, independent. Yeah. And then it comes. Yeah, no, no, it's what? <laughs> and they, the screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and they will borderline, in theory. <laughs> they'll borderline beg you to let them do things for you. Borderline yes, beg. Beg. And then you're like, okay, fine. And they're like, oh, I did this for you. You're yeah. like, what? Yeah. What? Or like even like if I've had in a way where it's like you always pay for everything for everyone. Let me just pay for everything for mm. a while. Like I have my own money. It's okay. Like you you, pay, you do all this like ignore, like almost like mm. gassing you up being oh, like, yeah. you do. I see what you do for other people and I see how hard it's been for you in your life and I'm just going to try and just let yourself let yourself go yeah, in the float tank of narcissism. Yep. Like, ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they'll uh, test. Well, sorry, another question. How do you yes. tell the difference between someone being genuinely nice and love bombing? It, uh, it is hard when, because there are going to be people that are just genuinely nice. Well, I guess the biggest, if someone is genuinely that nice and that, you know, charitable with their time and with everything, the biggest giveaway is just time. If after a few, if it just stays and stays and stays and stays, then mm. you're like, you are just like some, an angel. like an angel yeah. and you're just so, you know, I felt a little bit what I thought could have been love bombing with my fiance because oh, really? he's just such an acts of service person innately right? and he was doing so much and I was like, oh, and, but then I was like, this is just who he is. Well, that's lovely. Mm. This is what's awful though is once you're a narcissist then anyone being nice to you, you get like. You think I'm like, shy? Like, yeah. you, like you get real. Like, are you doing this because you're loving me, or because you because you just are a nice? Because person? you're just a good, a good I, person. And, and am I am I betraying myself by not accepting you being mm. nice to me? You know, then you get all like you gaslight yourself about. And like, you don't want to have your like, walls up, and you don't want to be like I yeah. can't accept love. I can't accept. You don't want that. Yeah. So I guess the 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 main thing is like just be aware of additional traits after mm. the love bombing phase. Could it um, also be, sorry, during love bombing, mm. I've noticed as well personally, they tend to absorb all of your time. That's Yeah, so I was just going to say that. One big difference is that someone who's just lovely doesn't try and have a monopoly over your mm. time. A love bomber will try and have every spare moment of yours taken up because mm-hmm. part of their process is not only to get you obsessed with them but to isolate you from... Uh, from your friends, and from your family, from your work colleagues, mm-hmm. you start you stop going to like just drinks after work because you, they want to see you. You home. stop going like there's all these little things that you stop kind of going into. You stop mm-hmm. having it starts off with the little things like that morning coffee you have with your friends mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. But you still go for the big dinners. You still and it isn't you know, like you're not allowed to go. It's just like let's just sleep in. Today. Yeah, exactly. Let's and that's how they start. Out. Yeah, they start as like let's babe, this, I, I booked us dinner tonight. And you're like oh well, I plans my friends. Mm-hmm. Oh I booked us. Yeah. I couldn't get a booking any other exactly. time. Let's go this and let's because, go this place. Because it's so exciting. Everyone, well, not everyone, but most people in any relationship, even healthy ones, have that grace period of I'm kind of abandoning my friends in the first two, three love months. Bubble. It's the love bubble. And I always say when your friends are in the love bubble, give them a few months of a grace period. Just leave them mm-hmm. be. And then after a few months, if it does just be like, hey, have you noticed that you've never invited me to do anything since you've started dating this person? Yeah. Kind of let's get back into a normal. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And if your friend doesn't respond to that, then it could be maybe they're in like an intense kind of situation. Yeah. But See, I'd, my friends and I text each other being like, I'm in a bubble for the next five days. Yeah. Sorry, lol. <laughs> Which is <laughs> fine. You and you've got to give that to your mates. You've got to be like, they're in love. It's the early stages. Mm-hmm. Like, don't expect too much. They're trying to like navigate this new thing. So it's fine. Okay. It's only like a few months down the track. 
where it's like this is potentially an unhealthy situation if they mm-hmm. never call their friends. Yeah. Um, so then love bombing goes for a few months. A couple of months. And then we start seeing. Then they test you. They'll, they'll, there'll okay. be a test. There'll be a test. And the way they test you is they'll do something that makes you think, oh, my God. And it's quite a dramatic thing normally. They'll snap at you. They'll blow up at you about something. They'll react quite negatively and you think, oh, my God, this is really out of character. Mm. And because you're so shocked, you instantly try to diffuse the situation. You're like, mm. oh, no, well, what's happening? What's happening? This is, and you're like, this is like not you. This is out of character. So you instantly diffuse the situation. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Even though deep down you're like, you're being so fucking irrational yeah. here. What is your problem? You, because you're surprised, you didn't expect it. You're like, it's fine. It's fine. Like, no, 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 no. We don't have to. It's, and in your head, you're like, that was weird. Mm. Then it's still good again. What was you an example of yours? Um, your- an example would be, so when I was dating this guy who was like, his test for me was we started having a disagreement about politics, mm-hmm. politics. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't mind dating people with different political views to mine. As long as we are equally as respectful, we all mm. pay our taxes. We're all entitled to a vote, like mm. whatever. But I want to be respected and I'll respect them. Yeah. So we had different political views and he started fully character assassinating me instead of being like, oh, I don't agree with that because of this. He's like, you're a fucking idiot if you're going to think that. you're fu-. And like full on. Whoa. And I'm like, whoa, because he was so nice. And then he's fully like you know, to think that and that, and only idiots think that only again, like just generalizing, like really. Uh-huh. And I was like, what's going on? He's like, yeah, like I can't have this conversation with you. I've got, I can't, I can't, hangs up on me. Cause we're on the phone. Hangs oh, they up love a the hang up. Yep. They love a oh, hang, hang up. I can't do this. I can't do this. They love a mid fight hang up. Yep. And then you call them back and they don't answer. Yep. And then once you stop calling them back, then they'll. Yep chase you yeah yeah, yeah 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 like, like it's it's so fucked totally they, they love a you know what nah fuck this and yeah. you're like so we're he's talking about a sandwich order. <laughs> yeah like what like yeah, literally literally they'll literally they'll, they'll be like, the smallest thing the smallest thing and i'm like i can't believe we just had an argument about politics and it blows up yeah, into blew up. and then i call him back he he actually answered after like the third time and i was like can you fucking relax this and that and he was like what Relax. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Hangs up on me. I'm and like, when you oh, say, for fuck's sake. When you say relax and calm down, then mm. they say, you're gaslighting. Well, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, gaslighting yeah. me. I go, learn the definition. Oh, my God. They don't all. know. And they're massive gaslighters. Yeah. But basically, it turned into this thing where he was like, you, the way you spoke to me was so rude. So he doesn't yeah. talk about the actual what you argued about. No. He then flip. They'll press your buttons, get you to be so shocked that you're like, oh, and you have this weird reaction. Yeah. Then they'll be like, how dare you react like that? How dare you tell me that I'm crazy or that I need to calm down? That's rude. You disrespected me. You disrespected Even though they were, had a tantrum. And yeah. then it is a tantrum. It's a tantrum. It's a tanty. Yeah. It's fucking Massive. embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing. Yeah. I know. And I do it in public as well. Yeah. They rip the rug from underneath you. So it's it's love bombing, love bombing, perfect, perfect, perfect tantrum. Then in in my situation, he's like, I've just um just so you know, uh, I've put all your shit in a bag. I've left it down at reception um in my building. So pick it up whenever you want. I don't need to be there. So fully like basically saying I've ended it without saying I've ended it. And so then because I'm so surprised, so shocked, and I've just had this incredible last couple of months, what am I going to do? Scramble to get him back. Yeah. I'm like, no, you misunderstood me. You misunderstood me. We must have misunderstood each other. Let's, let's, let's. It's so good. Let's sort it out. It's worth it. it Yeah. So then he was like, okay, fine, fine. I'll come pick you up. We'll talk about it. So then the whole thing is me trying to diffuse the situation because I'm like, um, can we just get it back to where we were? This has been the most incredible last few months. This is just, I'm thinking he must have had a really bad day. He must have like, yeah, maybe he politics felt attacked. Politics is something that I'm, yes. I'm missing. Like, I've attacked him. Yeah. I'm doubting myself. Yes. And then it ends up being me basically, for lack of a better word, apologising. And then we're just all good, like nothing ever happened. Yes, and then, oh. <laughs> and then and then it's, why can't you get over this quickly? Like I've yeah. had someone who consistently verbally abuses me mm. and emotionally abuses me. And during during the argument, A, I will be quiet, 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 quiet while they're yelling, yelling, mm. yelling. And then I'll go, shut up. Yeah. Like I'll, like, I'll literally be like, I'll be so quiet. And it'll be like three or four hours mm. of me crying. And then I'll go into the bathroom. I'll lock myself in the bathroom and then I'll go out. And they're like, hell. And then I'll go, just shut up. Yeah, like you snap. And then, and then, and then, <laughs> this is not funny. But then he'll be like, who's abusive now? 
Yeah, no, no, 100%. Who's abusive now? Mm. Oh, so you're the, oh, who's yelling now? You're, so, you're, you're, so, you, so actually you want to yell the whole time. And it's like, no, but you've just been yelling at me. And, and they, they call you a hypocrite. Over, they yes. call you a hypocrite. Go, because oh, so, you, so you yell at me. You say you don't like it when I yell at you, but look you, at you, you now. You. Look at and you it's now. like, I just screamed your name. Mm. I just screamed your name because you wouldn't shut the fuck up. Because but you've see, been yelling at me about a toasted sandwich yeah. for four hours. Yeah. And about how I'm so disrespectful. And then the next day it'll be like, listen, I acknowledge that I was abusive. And I love you. Mm. And I think we should go have dinner tonight. And yeah. then you go have dinner. And, they're, and, they're like, and you're like, okay, can we talk about it? Yeah. And it's like, well, no, because aren't you over it? Why are you here if you aren't over yeah. it? Why are you back with me if you aren't over it? And it's like, well, because um, can, we, can we discuss why you screamed at me for four hours and, like, yeah. you know, yelled at me while I was crying on the floor? And Again, never, in theory. Yeah, they'll <laughs> never give an actual... They'll never show that they understand what they've done wrong. They might throw right. the idea of, like, oh, I'm sorry about whatever, but it's never a real apology ever. It's never like a heartfelt apology where, cause a heartfelt apology is always should be an acknowledgement of what happened an acknowledgement of your feelings. Yes. An apology shouldn't be like, sorry, you feel that way. Sorry that you felt attacked by me. Sorry. Yeah. It should be. I understand that my actions caused X, Y, Z, you know? Yeah. And um, it was unfair and, and it was it irrational. Was unfair. And there's no, but, and there's no explanation as to why a true apology should not be followed with, but I had a hard day. No, I can't. If it's an actual, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> if it's a legitimate apology, apology, you do not need to then justify your behavior. Mm. Okay. And, and I learned like my current partner, he apologizes so well. He's like, I'm really sorry that that happened. And, and that I did this. I did this to, yeah. No, but, oh, but I fucking, but the reason yeah. is because, no, no, yeah. no, no, just, sorry. And yeah. I'm like, what? Wow, crazy. Can I, can crazy. I ask, like, I, do they also tend to project a little, like, massively. basically what you yes. do? Because mm. I actually haven't been in a relationship, but I've seen one of my close friends be in one. Mm. And I'm like, he's done something. And then she would do something very similar, but at a lower level, like let's say the yelling. Mm. And then that's what he would accuse her of. Of course. And, and hold on to it for fucking months. Yes. Exactly the same thing that he's done. Of yeah. course. Of I course. mean, I, I called the- out someone that I was dating. I said, you're verbally, you're abusive. Why, what I said was, what I actually said was. <laughs> <laughs> so he yelled at me for like an hour and I went, you're an abusive man and everyone <laughs> fucking knows it. And, oh then I, my and, then, God. and that was like, yeah. then he was like, then he called me abusive for saying that he was abusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You calling me abusive is, is abusive. Is abusive. Is abusive. And yeah. I was like, no, it's not. I'm calling out you're abusive. And then it was like yelling at me on the street, throwing my shit in the gutter. And I was like, and yeah. I, then, now, then I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then it's like this whole thing. And it's like, I'm not abusing you, bitch, by saying that after you screamed at me for two mm-hmm. hours about a chicken I got on the floor of the car. But you've attacked his <laughs> reputation, his image. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks you're... And I knew and that it would... I, also, I knew that it would upset him. Me going, <laughs> everyone in this industry knows you're an abusive man. They would click. <laughs> like, they click. And, and it's like something changes in their eyes. And you're like, ooh. Like it's yeah. quite terrifying. Yeah, it is. No, yeah. it's, no, it's actually they're a different yeah. person. The projection, the projection, limbs question. Sorry, it's, I completely it's, it massively narcissistic. Massively. <laughs> the so, the, so one big thing that they do is that they will bait you, and okay. what I mean by bait is that they will, they will, they will like scratch, scratch, prod, prod, prod until you snap. So then they can use how you reacted as the reason why they're mm. upset. So they'll be upset about something stupid, something absolutely ridiculous, like the tiniest thing that you're like. Like you said, like you drop chicken on the fucking car floor. Like yeah. you'll be the tiniest thing. And they will bait you, bait you, bait you, attack, attack, attack. You then snap. Mm. And then be like, you, I can't believe you yelled at me. I cannot yeah. believe you disrespected me. Mm. You dis, And they'll cling mm. to like the crumbs of an argument and make that the argument. And then what you were originally discussing just disappears. It's no longer about that discussion. 100%. I, I well, for example, I have ring cameras in my house. Mm just so I can watch Walter, my dog, when I'm um, not with him, just make sure that he's not, although what would I do if he was upset? Do you know what I mean? But I just look at him and go, oh, he's sad. Just look at him sitting by himself. I should do that for my dog. I've got a dog and he's, yeah, his name's Habib. Oh, my God. That's I so love cute. Habib. Habib. That's like an Arabic thing. Yes. Oh, that's so Aww. cute. I know. It's actually Habibi, but now we just call him Habib. Habib. <laughs> and every, every like Arabic person, Lebanese person is like, that's the best name ever. Yeah, it I, is I a really good it. name. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> so strong. But when they do it over but text, so- just back to that, like mm. all like, because also I, that person was doing it over text and mm. the texts just never stop. Like, no. is that also bang, something? Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. That. 
like where they kind of the bait thing. Yes. It's about like they're testing your limits. They're testing when your you're... limits. They want you to crack. And then when you crack, they're like, got it. I've got you. Mm. I've got you where I want you. Because now my everything that comes after this, after you've snapped, is justified. Because you've abused me, mm-hmm. you've snapped at me, you've shown your true colours, all that shit. Is it because yes. it's about winning though? Like why are they doing it? They want to beat you? They want to break you down. Right. Which in a way is beating you. Yes. And then I think a normal person, if someone's accusing them of really hurting their partner that they love, mm. is it also that then you're going to go, no, like I didn't, I'm sorry, I'm yep. sorry that I yelled. Like I'm sorry. Of then so you end up then like groveling, like after they've screamed that you're a disgusting, revolting animal on your face. Again, yep. in theory. In theory. If they. On uh, camera. That's <laughs> all right. Which is fucking, like they'll do the wildest shit and then you end up apologising to them for how you reacted to that. Yeah. And the thing is that if you never responded that way, a narcissist would get rid of you very quickly because mm. it doesn't work. It doesn't work because they need to be able to manipulate you to serve their image. And if they can't, then they don't pursue it that much further. Mm-hmm. So if it's too much of heads clashing, heads clashing, heads clashing, mm-hmm. and they see that you're too strong and you're going to leave them, they'll leave you. Right. Mm. So if, if you keep fighting back. Well, not necessarily fighting back. Or if you just go, I'm not engaging in this. Yeah, if you're like, I'm not engaging in this. If you were to be like, you know what, I'm leaving until you can – cool mm. down but I'm not gonna and if you leave they might never even call you again because they're like no. this is a way too big a threat this person is not eating what I'm serving yeah 100% mm. or will they go and love bomb you again if they think that there's a chance that they can still manipulate you mm. but if you come across as but normally if you've already been dating them for a while they're like I do have a way of manipulating you mm. if you start seeing someone and they start displaying narcissistic traits and you're like see ya they, they're not gonna come back they will not come back because right. they, know. You, they know that They've you They've been know. got. Yeah. yeah. They know <laughs> that, that you won't put up with anything. Right. Okay. Yeah. And do they also, like in regards to projection, I have been called a narcissist by someone that I think is a narcissist. Like yeah. Yeah. complete, like, and also that like will say things like, no, everyone. <laughs> this is so fucked. Oh, my God. This is so fucked. <laughs> I can just imagine how bad it's going to be. <laughs> like, just you're like rocking. You're at, like, <laughs> not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's so awful. Oh I'm in a lot of therapy for it. Um, but, like, we'll say things like, you, you're such a narcissist that everyone you've dated is scared of you. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they have <laughs> fear. Because uh, I'd be like, I've never fought with anyone like this. Like, no. no one that I've ever dated. And they're like, you're the reason we fight. You're the, and it's like, well, I've never fought with anyone that I've dated ever. Like, I've never had fights in relationships. I've always had like, so, like I either get, get the ick or mm. and I, mm-hmm. I just go, I can't do this. And they yeah. go, and they cry and I go, bye. Um, <laughs> but or, you're like, I'm not, or like, having a screaming match with somebody. I don't, I don't scream with cunts. Mm. Like I, I, no. I shut up. My, my trauma response is to like either fawn or to um, just like shut the fuck down. Like mm. I, I'm like, I just will like zone out if someone's getting mad at me. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not yeah. yelling with you. So I'd tell this person like, I've never yelled. I've never had this. And this is twice a week where you're yep. screaming at me. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, no, the reason why is because everyone you've dated is terrified of you because you are such a narcissist yep. and you are so insane that you don't yeah, realise yeah, how abusive yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. are. And I, totally, I like, Then totally. I called all my exes and I was like, <laughs> You're like I was like, uh, did I an interview? Oh, and then also apparently Lem and Oscar hate me as well. Oh. Um, and, they're, and, they're, and they're shaking, they're terrified oh. of me. No, genuinely, we're like, everyone that works with you was scared of you. Everyone, everyone hates you. Everyone Does in the industry hates us? you. No. Oh my god, that's fucking weird. <laughs> no, 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 I, no. Is... Just because I'm so awful, Oscar, that I'm that I'm so evil that you must just be you coming just... to work every day crying oh or recording. I booked my and... therapy session after our recording yeah. to heal. Yeah, we, we have a group one. Heal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, and then we have a group session. Just like <laughs> she's gone on level fourteen. You all go up. She's yeah. gone. Thank God. You're all shivering. A debrief. Yeah, yeah. But um uh and and then would be like it's because you because you're a narcissist. Yeah. And then I went to therapy and I was like, am I a narcissist? But see, you're Tell doubting me. yourself. That's what they mm. want. But I could be I Alexis. I will get you to doubt yourself. That's what. That's their main thing. If I can get you to doubt yourself, you're going to be questioning yourself. You're going to be uneasy. You're not going to have this like secure sense of self. They mm. need to break that down. So they will accuse you of also, like I used to be accused of like, oh, the reason 
you know, like that my ex-relationships that they broke down because I'm cold. Yes. I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm cold, cold apparently. I'm a cold-hearted bitch. I was I'm, callous. Yes. I was not. Yes, but no. I thought I was. I'm like, oh my God, am I? And I start thinking about, and then I would have like, I'd skew memories in my mind being like, was that, was me, was it yeah, me? Am, am, I, yeah. am I just the worst person in the world mm. today? And am I the reason why I'm yes. with all the, I, I, nothing's worked out. And then this yep. person is a person that's meant for me and they're trying to help me. And they're challenging they, me. Yeah, they're challenging me. Yeah. yeah, they're like, no one's ever challenged you. No one's ever loved you or cared about you like I do. Yep. So. But then you think, but there was no drama in my last relationship. I don't, yeah, like, maybe. Because, I don't, no, but then I would say this to him mm. and he would go, because they didn't care about you. <gasps> Because I didn't love you. Because they never actually loved you. So and just I actually love you. So, yeah, fuck. so they didn't care what you did. I care mm. what you do. I, I care if you flirt with other people. I care if, like... They've got this theory that if someone isn't jealous, they don't love you. Yes. Yeah. And because I don't do jealousy. I'm an open no, relationship bitch. I, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oscar, can you ask that question now? Yes, I, I do have another one. I don't want to be greedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the narcissist in me. Um, go for it. Um, Oscar, you've got therapy after this. Don't worry. <laughs> so is there a way to be able, if you're worried that you're a narcissist, so in the example that Abby just said before, um, someone's mm-hmm. projecting thinking, and then now you're thinking mm-hmm. you're a narcissist. If you are yep. worried that you're a narcissist, does that kind of go against the whole philosophy of being a narcissist? Like, does it cancel it out? Um, in a way it does, but there are certain situations where people have identified that they are a narcissist and it gets to that point when they're basically almost like destroyed so many relationships. If it gets to a point where it's absolutely not working for them and they can't manipulate anyone else, then they might have the self-awareness to do something about it. And actually, and when you would do that, you would likely go and speak to somebody, a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, would you feel like you cared about the fact that you were a narcissist or you wouldn't care? If you were a narcissist, see, most of the time, no, you you wouldn't. You'd you'd care that you're a narcissist in the sense that it does go against this image of grandiosity mm. that you have. Mm. So you wouldn't want to be a narcissist. Um, but a lot of narcissists don't have the self awareness to even identify that they are a narcissist. Mm. So. It's really, really hard. But it, but there are people that – I've had people DM me saying that they were diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder, but often it's when it's comorbid with something else. So they'll go in for a different thing, speak mm. to a therapist, whatever, and then the therapist might raise being like, you do tick off all these things. If the person is open to it, they'll then get like character references and the therapist would speak to their friends, their family, and get a general – Character reference. This person is an evil cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Character reference. Like a positive one. Like um, ex-partners. Totally. What you you were saying kind of overlaps with coercive control. Is it it a tool that narcissists use or is it... uh, like some narcissists or all narcissists? Some narcissists, a lot of narcissists would use coercive control, but then people who are not narcissists can also use coercive control. Can you define coercive control for our listeners? Coercive control, basically it comes down to a way of controlling how somebody behaves, but not necessarily, because narcissists do it, but it doesn't have to be in this like attacking whatever way. You Mm -hmm. start by manipulating the external situation. So you start Mm -hmm. by isolating. That's a really big one. So you'll start by getting the person to think that their friends aren't really their friends. It's like, oh, I mean, I'm surprised that you would be friends with that person because you're so smart. And yeah. that they're all really dumb. Like your mates are really, <laughs> like you're smarter than that. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, okay, so this person doesn't like my friends, friends but it's yeah. because I'm smart and they're... Yeah, and so you right. start thinking that, But then yeah. you're like, you try and figure... And then they're like, see what... And they'll bring examples. They'll try and pull examples. Mm. So then you start like separating from your friends a little bit because you don't mm. want to disappoint your partner because, and then they start controlling who it is that you hang out with, mm. who you don't hang out with. They start mm. controlling how it is that you interact with people, with your family. They will you know, also act as if they know the people that you know better than you know them. Yeah, And they'll act like they know you better than you know yourself. That's yes. a big narcissistic trait. Let's talk about um, the why, like how you stay in the cycle maybe. How you yep. stay in the cycle. Like why, yeah. Why do so, people stay in the cycle? So, yeah, so people listening who haven't been in a narcissistic relationship will be like, well, I would just leave. I hate this. People like, um, I have self-worth, so I would just leave yep. after a week. Like you clearly so, have not dated a narcissist you clearly have you're going to make yeah, a comment yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. nearly impossible. And also because you still yearn for that love bombing era. And, and the they same, still love bombing between. Yeah. It's the same as abusive relationships who are not with narcissists. People think, well, just leave, just leave. Mm. It's like you don't understand the conditioning that has gone on no. to get to this point. Yeah. And then to when someone's 
beaten you down, makes you, if you are someone that makes you think that, A, you can't leave, if you leave, the repercussions are going to be terrible, you're doubting yourself, you think that you are at fault Mm -hmm. and the reason why the relationship is the way it is, Mm. then your ability to feel equipped with the tools you need to leave is Mm. not there. So people feel genuinely trapped. And one thing that a narcissist will do is they will absolutely destroy the, or or, or threaten to destroy your reputation. (gasps) People. <laughs> that just Jump triggered care. something in Abby. Yeah. No, like never no. Mm. This person mm. literally mm. said to me, I'm going to call everyone in the industry and tell them that you're an yes. narcissist. No, no. And, yes. actively, and actively ruin yes. your career. 100%. Mm, like actively wait said that people, every time we fight. Wait till people find out yeah, what I'm you've an, I'm going to call everyone. I'm going to tell everyone. I'm gonna call everyone yep. the, and, I'm, and said, I'm going to lie about you. Mm. And I'm going to tell everyone you never work again in this industry. Yeah, That's yeah. So and they'll be like, people, and it they're is like, fucked, people isn't think it? they know you. They don't know you. I'm going to yeah. tell them who, who you, you really are. are. I'm going to call are. all your friends and all your friends, and you're going to have no friends left, and yeah, you're going to yeah. have nothing. Yep. And then, unless you're friends, unless you're friends with me. So I said, friends with the. To try to not make them ruin my career. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But the reason he said, Mm. unless you stay friends with me, is because he doesn't want you doing what he threatened he would do to you. He doesn't want you going on and destroying his reputation. Like, let's fucking. (laughs) So, but yeah, they will. and, And any normal person doesn't want their reputation to be ruined. Your reputation is everything, right? Mm. So when someone's threatening to go hard on, I'm going to tell people this, that, this, Mm. whatever, and especially even if they don't say it, even if they don't say, I'm going to tell people this, they will say, you're this, you're that, you're whatever, and you think, I can't leave now because they're accusing me of things that I know are not me and that I didn't do. And aren't true. And if we break up, they're going to believe that. And spread, and spread that it around. Yeah. So even if they don't verbally threaten you with it, they kind of are already threatening you with it because they're saying, this is what I think you are. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. All these things that aren't true. Yeah. So you think, until I can leave on good terms, I can't leave. Because if I leave yes, on bad yes. terms, this narrative is going to, and my reputation's fucked. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to simmer it down so that then I can go, okay. Mm. And I would try to be like, okay, let's end this civilly. I'm going to come over yeah. and we're going to end it. And then it would be a whole other blow up or it would be, they would have sex and be like, yeah. and then it would be like, I'm back yes. in this. This, is, this is, we're back to the start exactly. again. Or he would say, cause he used to film me during fights. Um, oh, cause I had so unhealthy. No, yeah. but also and I, and I would just be like this. What? Yeah. Just doing this? What? Film you. That's so no. aggressive. But see, but then, because I had I had footage from my ring cameras that I didn't know that oh. I was recording, right? That were just accent of recordings. And he said, well, if you see how you like it. And I was like, I would happily share any footage of our fights because I haven't done anything wrong. Mm. Two days later, he's like, I have footage of you abusing me. So do you want that to be released? And I was like, if you have footage of me, if I'm so unwell that I remember that fight as me crying, standing still, please airdrop me those like files. immediately, I'm gonna go to my psychologist and say I'm so unwell. Like I've if, got if there's blackouts. Videos, yeah, yeah. If there's videos of me abusing you, I need them because I, I, I for my own, I need like, to get better. Therapy. I'm yeah. not well. In contrast, when I had videos, he refused to watch the videos of him yelling at me. But mm. and it was like it was also like I'm gonna. I, I'm but release, of course, it's I'll, never I'll, gonna release, release to the press. Release to the like, press. Go for of me getting streamed out and crying. Wow. <laughs> wow. I could do a whole episode about it then. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the highest download That's of the so year. fucked, Abby, on so many fucking levels. Oh, yeah, I haven't told Oscar and them a lot of this stuff as well. <laughs> and I think as well you become a magnet to these narcissists because mm. it does help their image because of what you do, which is really yeah. fucked. Yeah, because I'm really famous and hot and it's like... <laughs> yeah, I didn't, say, I didn't say hot. No, I'm joking. Then it was like a, th- a threat and I was like, I would never release these videos that I have of you. Un- and I said, just a mm. reminder, I have videos of you actually verbally abusing me. So mm. he's like, how dare you threaten me? And I'm like, you're saying, you're actively saying, I'm going to call everyone in the industry that I know that knows you and ruin your life. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I say, just a reminder, I do have videos of you. Yeah. And it's like the end of the fucking world. It's the end. So it's it's nearly impossible to leave. And then also on top of that, even if without that threat, you also have like a chemical addiction to the person because yeah. you're like, and, you have this dopamine and you high and low. Your your levels, whether whether you realize it or not, your levels of like confidence within yourself as an independent individual have dropped. They yeah. have. You rely on them emotionally. So it's really hard to pull the pin because you might be thinking, oh yeah, I'm like, I love myself. I'm this, I'm that. If you can't pull away from that, it has been damaged. Like you have to like yeah. do work. Once the relationship has ended, you've got to do the work again to build up your self-esteem, your yeah. no matter how confident you are, 
externally you still have to be like, wow, there's all this work that I need to do to like patch it all up because it's been like there's all these like holes in it now. Yeah, I currently have a sober app. But I'm like eight days without yes, seeing. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. So yeah, it's, it's so, like a full block. It feels like it feels like a chemical addiction. Like I, I literally feel like I'm like I just need I just need to like I just need like a hit. Like I'm like I just I just need to like see them for a little bit mm-hmm. and then and then I'll be able to if if I just see them and we don't have sex and that counts as like getting better and like weaning off it. Isn't that yeah nice? right? Yeah. Whereas you have to cut them out altogether. Yeah, you have Sever. to go no contact. Cut the cord. But that's why I have my sober mm. app. Yeah. You need to go, you need to go no contact because what, what you don't realize is that even if you see them on, on like by choice, because there are people that have exes and they see them because they have kids together. And that's just, that's just like an interaction for the children's sake. So that doesn't count. But if you see them voluntarily, Mm. they are, whether you realize it or not, they have a window to manipulate you. Mm. They will always manipulate you. Mm. That's their overall goal. So if they say, I want to maintain a friendship, why? What, yeah. Why? You it's don't you. respect me. Mm. Why do you want a friendship? Because it serves your image. Yeah, I would say you don't even like me. Yeah. Like you yell at me yeah. multiple times a week. But you they you don't love, even like being around me. That, you hate me. Given how how badly they've treated you, it's such an ego boost that you still want to see them. Mm. It's a huge ego boost. Abby still wants to see me after I've treated her like dog shit. How good does that make me feel? I'm yeah. untouchable, you know? So it's, Yeah. So best advice cool. for Abby, Alexis. But what's the best advice? <laughs> no, Walk but this whole hypothetical. Cut the dead weight. Hypothetical. Um, but sorry, yeah. so, that, so if you want to get out, how do you get out? And also how do you support friends to get out? Because the mm. hard thing is as well with narcissists, what happens is they treat you so badly, mm. you're so embarrassed, they don't tell anyone. Like, No, my God, like, I know. I, know, I, even, I, like, know. I even, even telling my therapist, I go, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go a week clean this week. And I'll go back and I'm like, yeah, yeah it's sex with them all morning. Yeah, 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 and I, yeah, and I, yeah. I, I, I contemplate lying to her because I'm like, I'm so, I'm so embarrassed. So I actually found that a lot of the stories that I told after the fact on podcasts, my friends and my parents would be like, oh my God, yeah. we didn't know that happened. We mm. didn't know that. I hid so much of what was done to me to protect him. Mm, yes. Because I'm like, because I knew it was bad and yeah. it was, it was embarrassment. It was to protect them. I'm like, I don't want people to know what it's I'm also putting like up with. After every two weeks you're breaking up, we're getting back together and you're like, I'm just going to not bother because I know that this yeah. fight will get back together in four days. And you're so delusional no thinking people don't understand. They don't understand and they're going to think it's bad. Him. They're going to think it's bad because they don't get the full picture. That yeah. toxic statement of like, oh, the, 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 the lows are low, but the highs are, are so high. high. Yeah. You're in a toxic relationship. If you're saying the lows are low, but the highs are high. Mm. You're in a, a very unhealthy relationship. Yeah, very. So uh, yeah, because it's it's hard to it's hard to get mm. out when you've been lying to your friends and mm. family as well. So it's hard to yeah. be like, hey guys, I really need you to like hold yeah. me accountable because this is all be like I'll tell my friends things and they're like, yeah, why the fuck? Yeah, didn't you? Because when I got with this person, my friends were like, okay, if if we feel like we have to have a meeting about your relationship, mm. then you have to get out and we're pulling a yellow car. <laughs> yes. like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, this is kind of like a bit of a weird relationship, but like, I think that maybe he's just like a bit like anxious and like, mm. like the start, I was like, I don't know, maybe she's like a bit insecure and like the jealousy thing. Yep. And then it was like, my friends like, okay, if we have a meeting about your relationship or we, or we talk about it at dinner when you're not there, then we will come in and do like a full bread card. Like we are not yeah. going to let you, t- we're going to like monitor you and like make sure you're not with him. And then because I knew that, I just stopped telling them things because yeah. I was like. Yeah, and then, because it's just you're, you don't feel, even though they're trying to help you, you feel like uh, you're under attack. Yeah. You know, you feel like, you know, I've got these people that it's like surveillance on my relationship and they don't really yeah. understand and I want to have freedom in the relationship and I feel, you know, you feel torn even mm. though they're trying to help you. Yeah. So if you're in a relationship with a narcissist and you want out, I would first speak to somebody who not necessarily, it doesn't have to be your best friend, but it has to be the friend that is least likely to be judgmental or to say, I told you so. You need a safe space. Yeah, so just leave, babe. It's like, fuck me. I told you he was bad. There's nothing worse. So for friends, for people whose friends are dating a narcissist, Mm. the worst thing you can do as a friend is say, I knew all along. I knew. It's like, congratulations, dickhead. Now you make me feel even worse. Yeah, and also so did I. I, I'm an idiot. I I was there and I was aware, but it's very, I'm like, I have a chemical addiction to this person. And it's insulting when you're coming to your friends in an hour of need and they want to fluff their own fucking ego up saying, I knew all along. I knew all along. I could tell. It's like, congrats. (laughs) 
Yeah. What do you well want done. to say? Well yeah. done, fucking you yeah. psychologist. Like, fuck yeah. off. Fuck. So don't know oh, do shit. The man friend. screaming at me that I was a revolting animal was a bad person. <laughs> wow. I know. Fuck. Yeah. And so, I feel I feel like with the baiting thing, that like when you keep going back with hmm. the baiting, I feel like the more you it takes you time to take that bait. Like the more they try, the harder it becomes afterwards because mm. it's kind of like a random reward to them where they just, yep. they're like, oh, great. I'm just going to keep pushing her for two months mm. yeah. and then she's going to crack at month two and then the next time it'll be month four, the next time mm. it'll be month six. Mm. So they just keep it. I, yeah. I, that's what I saw in yeah. front of me because they love that mm. the crack happens later. It's a challenge almost. It's a challenge, yeah. It's so fucked to watch someone mm. go through that, yeah. honestly. And also in regards to friends, massively. I noticed like I would avoid seeing my friends. Because if I, if I was lying to them about seeing this person, I, if they were like, you know, to the last three days and I'd just been with him for three days straight, I'd be like, nothing, just working, yeah. nothing. Yeah. So then and then I'd them. have nothing to talk about. Then I felt so boring because I was like, I don't have anything to talk to you guys about because it's either mm. this some huge stupid fight that you're sick of hearing about or it's I have to lie to you and be like, ah, oh, nothing, yeah, yeah. nothing. And, and friends start getting sick of the same story again and again yeah. and again. And of so course. That, that's one of the isolating factors as well. Yeah. Mm. So it's like how do I, if I'm trying to break out of this relationship, I need to like, and if you're a friend, like you have to be patient, you have to be patient and yeah. you have to put up with the same story being told a thousand yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. That is just part of the journey of leaving a narcissist. Yeah. But you've got to be the safe space for your mm-hmm. friend. You have to be the safe space. Don't say I told you so. Don't say just fucking leave. Just say I'm here. The moment you choose to pull the pin, I'm here. I'll do I don't care if it's need. now. I don't care if it's in a month. I am here. Mm. The moment someone who has isolated themselves from their friends feels that they've got a network of support, mm. they are more likely to take that jump. Yeah. They, so you have to like reach out to some friends saying, I'm not okay. This is not good. Do not judge me. I can't leave right now, but I need to get out of this and I need my support. And yeah. this is what I need you to do. Do not judge. Just be there for me. Just this, this, this. I'm not yep. okay. I will be, but I just need you to be basically on standby. Mm. It's also hard when you're dating someone like this and you don't tell your friends because when you're, until you say it out loud, mm. you don't realize how fucked the mm. things are that I know. have been happening to you. And you're you? horrified when you're saying it. Yeah. You're like... Like, oh. like if you, because if you don't tell your friends it's happening, you can kind of ignore it in your brain. Mm. You're like, well, that, or well, whatever, we're fine now. So who, what, you kind of turn into the, the narcissist way of thinking of I'll just get over it quickly because they've yep. told me to. So yep. whatever, we're good now. It doesn't matter. And it's like, well, it actually does matter that three days ago they were screaming in your face. Of course. Because you're chicken. Of course. Them. And you're protecting them more so than yourself. You're yeah. just protecting them and their image, which is what they want. So. Wow. Yes. Uh, I mean, my sober app really is doing well okay good keep, um, keep it up yeah I'm really like daily ins- like with Duolingo having that little bird in the corner being like <laughs> like the crying and bird and when Duo like, has crying goes yeah, yeah I'm you like, feel Ooh. bad for it yeah, so for it's the- like I got like a widget that's like eight days sober and I'm like <laughs> Yeah. No, you need that though <laughs> my therapist Anything. was like what are you going to do when you reach, reach a week without talking to him and I was like I know she's getting massage. I was like babe I get massage four times a mm. week. Like I was like, I don't have any <laughs> treats left. I've got to a give tight myself. neck. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually don't have a fucking tight <laughs> neck. Legit. Um, but wow. So the biggest, I think a lot of people need to um, realize that this is not someone's choice to be in a narcissistic relationship. This is not, no. um, I think victim blaming won't help anyone, particularly no. your friends. You and it's a slow be, manipulation. Uh, yeah. Obviously if they're displaying those traits from date one, you're going to be like, freak. Fucking get, I'm out of here. Yeah. It's, they, they get you. Mm-hmm. They get their claws into you. And then only once you're in love because of the love, I mean, then they test you, then they crack, mm. crack, 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 crack. And then you, you. Your shell of who you used to be. Exactly. Just, and you're boring yeah. as fuck like I was for oh a few Oh, my God. Weeks. I became so, <laughs> so boring. boring. So boring. I was boring. like, and everybody's like, how have you been? And I'm usually bringing stories. Mm. And I'm like, good. How are you guys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> hey, guys. And oh, my not- God. Have you seen that mangoes are on special? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, fucking <laughs> hell. Everything's about them. You don't want to say anything. Yeah, no. You're scared to, no, work. You're scared to be the no, bigger personality. You're literally. Like, <laughs> And, and you're like, how have you? No, but I don't really care. Anyway, how, tell me every detail about your life because I, and if I ask how story, you are, you go, yeah. oh, I don't want to talk about me. I'm a bit tired. Yeah. I'm tired. No, it's because I've just been screaming. Yeah. I've just been abused. I've been abused. I'm in oh. an abusive relationship. So but I finally confessed to two, to two of my friends recently over dinner who've been away in Europe for a bit. Mm. They came back and I was crying over dinner and they were like, 
Um, let's get you the, they were very good. They were very, they were like, really, okay? really amazing. You're like, yeah. no. Yeah, well, they, they were like, okay, babe, like it isn't your fault. How do we get you out of here? If you go back to him, you can tell us. Da, 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 da. So that mm. was really good. Yeah. That was like what friends should do. Yeah, I have yeah. really beautiful friends. Um, lucky yeah. me. Is there anything else you can do as a friend? Like other than just saying oh, I'm there as a support? Like you just, it's just so hard to see your best friends when they're, you know, in that yeah. state, obviously. It is really hard, but no, there isn't in the sense of because it gets to a point where if you try and advise your friends too much, that's when they start mm. pulling away. And they won't yeah. tell you and things anymore. Yeah, and, it's, and they won't tell you. If you yeah. start being really judgmental, as hard as it is to mm. see that, you have to say to your friends, no matter what you're going through, no matter how awful you think it is, you can always tell me. Mm. I will mm. not judge you. Yeah. You can. And, and when you say that, mean it. Yeah. And mm. it, to be a good friend requires that you go through seasons where you're very patient, mm. you know, and then they'll do the same for you later on. Like yeah. that's what, so that's what being a good friend or a good sibling or a good cousin or whatever is. Yeah. You know? And I look back at when I left and I had, like amazing friends, but like my sister and my cousins were like my fucking mm. rocks. And mm. it was because of them that I was able to just like, I wouldn't mm. say seamlessly, but like transition out of that. Yeah. yeah. How long did it take after for you to feel like you were finally out of it? Well, this is part of the nightmare fuel, but oh, um, like because of how it ended, it took me around four months. Right. But it would have taken a lot longer had this awful scenario not blown up the way it did because it blew up so dramatically. Yeah. Um, they almost, it got to the point where it was like, there is no rescuing this. There is no, and I realized like how awful he really was. Mm. So it actually helped provide me with closure because it was so catastrophic how it broke down that it gave me so many reasons to not want that life. Wow. So it really helped me heal. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was a great hook for Friday's Nightmare Fuel. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh, no, um, yeah. Alexis, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Um, do you fucking mind? Yes. Pluggy pluggables. What do we, how can people listen to more of you so gorgeous thing? The podcast is called, do you fucking mind? So I normally structure it. There's like a science brain fact for the people that like science. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you can fast forward that and skip, get into like skip, skip. psychology. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, oh, boring. My ADHD does not. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a fact about ADHD. I'm like boring. I need to boring. know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I did one about ADHD and like sunlight in your eyes and why it's so good for people with ADHD. Oh, wow. Amazing. I'll go listen for, to that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> link in show notes. We'll do link in show notes for that. That's episode. so good. Yeah. But yeah, so good times. That's the podcast. And then you got and two then books. And I've got two books, Be Bold and The Neuroscience of Self-Love. And you have a program. Oh, a program. And then I've got a six-week membership that membership, I just, yes. it's all about like self-love and becoming your 2.0 self. It's about like cutting all the dead weight in yeah. your life. Can I get and a discount? And then restructuring. Absolutely. I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, a family discount. <laughs> And that's an abuse discount. <laughs> and there's merch as well. Your merch is quite good. Oh my god! I should give you. I should give you the fucking sweater. Yeah. Oh my it god. says Bon fucking voyage on the back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fucking incredible. Oh I love you. You're I'm amazing. Send you this. Yep. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Oh, Angel Chook. <laughs> so we decided to give you guys a say back in the show. So what we want to do is if you guys have any comments on this episode or episodes in the future, give us a little voice notey and email it to hello at itslotpodcast.com and maybe put the episode title in it. All right, guys, here's what you thought about last week's app. Hi, guys. Sending you in a voice memo after Abby's solo episode a few days ago. I love your podcast so much. You all bring such different perspectives, Abby, Lem and Oscar, and you're fucking hilarious and a little bit naughty too, which I love. Hey, Abby, Oscar, Lem, just was listening to the most recent podcast and your discussion around like neurodivergence and the comorbidities with ADHD and also that sort of element of self-compassion and how important that is. And I just want to say like thank you for discussing this because I'm ADHD and autistic. Basically, thank you for speaking openly and if you feel comfortable speaking openly about your experience more often or you want to, like, do, because we love to hear it. Loved this episode. Um, I got diagnosed with ADHD earlier this year and I find it super interesting to hear you guys talk a bit more about it and just to normalise it. So thank you so much, guys. I love you all. Can confirm, you can still get a landline. I know you say it is lazy content, but Q&A episodes are my favourite. I could listen to you talk about nothing forever.
listener production.